This is Barry Zalma, Zalma on Insurance. I'm an attorney retired from the active practice of law and now spend my time as an insurance claims consultant and insurance claims expert witness, an author and producer of these videos. Today it's time to talk about ethics for the insurance professional. Remember that insurance is, by definition, a business of the utmost good faith. This means that both parties to the contract of insurance must act fairly and in good faith to each other and do nothing that will deprive the other of the benefits the contract of insurance promised. Without the covenant of good faith and fair dealing, and ethical people who work in the insurance industry applying and fulfilling the covenant, insurance is impossible. One cannot act fairly and in good faith without being a pers person with a well-formed ethical compass. In Carter v. Beam, for example, a 1766 decision of the Court of the House of Lords, Lord Mansfield stated, quote, Good faith forbids either party by concealing what he privately knows to draw the other into a bargain from his ignorance of that fact and his believing the contrary, close quote. Insurers, when making a decision to insure or not insure a risk, rely on the information provided to them by the insured. As Lord Mansfield instructed, the insured must provide the information requested honestly and in good faith. The implied covenant explains that no party to a contract of insurance should do anything to deprive the other of the benefits of the contract. The implied covenant of good faith and fair dealing imposes obligations not only as to the claims by a third party, but also as to those by the insured. When the insurer unreasonably and in bad faith withholds payment of the claim of its insured, it is subject to liability and tort. For the insurer to fulfill its obligation not to impair the right of the insured to receive the benefits of the agreement, it must again give at least as much consideration to the latter's interest as it does to its own. Therefore, since at least 1766, the business of insurance is a business of the utmost good faith. That is, each party to the contract of insurance must deal with each other ethically. The general duty of good faith and fair dealing, incorporated by reference in every policy of insurance, requires a complete understanding of ethics and ethical behavior. Ethics is a process of systematically applying, using, defending, and recommending concepts of right and wrong behavior. Ethical behavior is required of both parties to a contract of insurance for the system to work. If any party to the insurance contract acts unethically, 
the ability of insurance to work effectively and profitably will fail. Ethics is, therefore, the essence of insurance. Since insurance was first created, it has been a business of utmost good faith. As a result, the insured and insurer are expected to treat each other ethically. Insurance was created to spread risk from individuals to multitudes. Spreading the risk in fair, ethical, and honorable manner from one person to many is the basis upon which a system of insurance was founded. The insurance contract, since modern insurance was first created, was founded on the concept of uberemi fide, the Latin phrase used to express the principle that a contract of insurance must be made in perfect good faith, with neither the insurer nor the insured concealing anything from the other. In the case of insurance, both the insured and the insurer must observe the perfect good faith towards each other so that the insurer understands the risk it is asked to take and the insured understands the risks accepted by the insurer. Insurers and reinsurers are dependent on utmost good faith, which may be viewed as a legal rule, but also as a tradition, honored by seating insurers and reinsurers in their ongoing commercial relationships. Uberime fide has its roots in British jurisprudence. The doctrine has historically been applied to all insurance contracts issued in or to be performed in the United States. The doctrine of utmost good faith was stated by the U.S. Supreme Court back in 1828 in a case cited by Jeffrey Thomas in the New Appleman Insurance Library edition. Several federal cases have applied the duty of uberime fide in the marine insurance setting, applying the doctrine more strictly than in property, casualty, life, health, or disability insurance. Ethical behavior is a means by which Insurers and those involved in the insurance profession, like insurance claims people, can bring about success in the insurance business. To understand the connection between ethics and quality service, it is important to understand the meaning of ethical values in the insurance context. The ethical insurer and its ethical claims and underwriting staff must treat the insureds and claimants with whom they come in contact honestly, fairly, and with utmost good faith. The context and contact must reflect the highest integrity, respect, and empathy for the people who need the service of the insurer. Finally, the insurer must reflect a high level of trustworthiness, fairness, honesty, and personal accountability. Vince Lombardi reportedly said, quote, the quality of a person's life is in direct proportion 
to their commitment to excellence regardless of their chosen field of endeavor. Close quote. That statement applies equally to football, about which Lombardi was speaking, and insurance. Excellence in the organization depends on the high ethical values and excellence in keeping the promises made by the insurance policy by the insurer's employees and officers. Without excellence in those involved in the business of insurance, without excellence in claims handling, and without excellence in underwriting coupled with ethical behavior and conduct, an insurer will almost certainly fail. The insurer that demands excellence in claims handling and underwriting within the confines of ethical conduct and values will invariably succeed. There are various concepts of ethical behavior developed by philosophers over the eons. For example, Socrates, Plato, and Aristotle and the Epicureans issued what they called virtue ethics about 3,000 years ago. Socrates believed that if you know right from wrong, then you might be able to choose to do what you know to be right. In his philosophy, no one does wrong voluntarily. Evil is the result of ignorance. If people knew what was the right thing to do to Socrates, they would do it. Every insurance professional who understands the covenant of good faith and fair dealing understands right from wrong in the business of insurance. The claims person cannot lie to an insured, cannot treat an insured unfairly, and cannot deal with the insured in a way to deceive the insured of the benefits of the policy promised by the wording of the insurance contract. If you understand that fact, you can easily follow virtue ethics. The Hebrew Bible set forth a series of Ten Commandments to give ethical behavior to the people escaping slavery from Egypt. Those people who left Egypt with Moses had been slaves for generations and knew nothing more about life than to follow the instructions of their taskmasters or they would be whipped or killed. They knew nothing about morality or ethics other than to do what they were told. As a result, Moses had difficulty leading the multitude of ex-slaves. Some even went so far as to build statues of Egyptian gods to pray to. According to the Bible, Moses went up to Mount Sinai, and when he came down, he had tablets that set forth an ethical code. The set of laws carved on the stone tablets created a basic moral code. That code should be reviewed and followed, and almost every one of the commandments apply to the business of insurance, and if followed will allow the insurer and its employees to fulfill the promises made by the policy of insurance. 2,000 years ago, Jesus of Nazareth gave a uh, 
statement of morality uh, on a mountain that is now known as the golden rule to do unto others as you would have others do unto you. It can easily be applied to anyone in the business of insurance who are concerned to act fairly and in good faith by treating every insured as the insurance professional would like to be treated if he or she was an insured. The followers of Islam feel that humans are made in the image of God, and that image includes moral and intellectual capability. God offered the trust to the heavens, the earth, and the mountains. They were afraid and refused it. Since only humans were willing to accept God's trust in Islam, morality is a uniquely human attribute. The Quran provides, just like the need for insurers and insureds to act fairly and in good faith, expects an objective, universal, moral, and ethical standard encapsulated in the ideas of equity and justice. Followers of Buddha find ethics require they understand that to live is to act and the actions of individuals can have either harmful or beneficial consequences for oneself and others. Buddhist ethics is concerned with the principles and practices that help one to act in ways that help rather than harm. Right livelihood follows from right action, and that one ought to make their living in a peaceful way. The implied covenant of good faith and fair dealing requires the same of those in the business of insurance as Buddha required of his followers. There are many other ethical variations by philosophers such as Immanuel Kant and his categorical imperative, the use of pure reason, Hegel's view on ethical life, meta-ethics, applied ethics, altruism, Ayn Rand's rational self-interest, uh, the utilitarian principle. There is no concept of ethics that fits the insurer best. Regardless of the concept of ethics that is applied, it must fulfill the following requirements to satisfy the business of insurance. One, the underwriting and claims decisions made must be fair, competent, and accurate. Two, the analyses must be completed in good faith. Three, the analyses must include everything available to the insurer and the insurance professional in their fields of expertise. And four, the report prepared by the insurance professional must be competent, accurate, and provide an honest rendition of a professional opinion. This video was adapted from my new book, Ethics for the Insurance Professional, Second Edition, and is available from Amazon.com as both a Kindle book and a paperback. If you found this video to be of use to you, please refer it to your colleagues who might also find it useful and sign up as a follower or as a 
member of my blog so you can learn about future videos as they are produced and future blog posts. Thank you again for your attention.